You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, and welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and we are going to pick the very first ever UFC uh, ESPN card. It's, I guess it is ESPN Plus. And as of right now, I don't subscribe to ESPN Plus. I guess that's another five ninety nine a month. Uh, somebody figured this up, and I, th- I believe he's the MMA takeover with uh, Keisha. And it's like if you want to watch every event, uh, it's, I guess pay per view, ESPN Plus, Fight Pass. It's like twenty three hundred a year or something like that. It's crazy. And uh, of course, my father's trying to call me. I gotta, I gotta... Sorry, Dad. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, 2300 So that is, that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. The huge problem. That is a... That's right. That's what I am saying. Uh, but before I get into the fights, uh, if you are watching this on the YouTube, please hit subscribe, show me a little love, leave a comment, whatever. And if you are on the Periscope, we are getting ready to pick fights for UFC Brooklyn. Feel free to jump in. I figured out the whole comment thing, so, uh, I messed it up last time. So jump in, pick fights. Let's have some fun. There are a lot of the fights on this card I want to pick. And I assume that by the time this comes out, or <laughs> sorry, by the time the fights happen, uh, I will have subscribed to ESPN+. Plus. There's just no way around it. And uh, first of all, shout out to Adam Hunter. You can listen to the most recent episode of uh, the MMA Roasted podcast where he gives me lots of love uh, along with the parody accounts with Vince Pichel and of course Wean Dog. So yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hello from England. Well hello to you too. Awesome. And uh, we are going to get started here picking these fights. I will keep the comments open so feel free to jump on in. It's always nice to get uh, comments off from the get go. But first up I want to go Bilal Muhammad, friend of the podcast against who is this guy oh thanks for the love jeff neal what i know that uh Bilal was supposed to fight recently he has got some wins man randy brown jordan main uh tim means chance with contra all decisions but you gotta love it i i think Bilal is oh she can't wait for the Dillashaw fight well, guess what? I can't wait for the Dillashaw fight either, and I will pick that soon, so hang out. Um, and then you got Jeff Neal. He's no slouch. I didn't know who he was. Um, but he's got some wins, man. Uh, Brian Camozzi, Frank Camacho, all in the UFC. Ooh, man. Th- this could be kind of the underrated fight here. It's it's way down there on the prelims, but i got to go with my man, Bilal. I think he's too tough, too strong. And he, he's going he's gonna to do what it takes to win. The guy trains um, during Ramadan when he's supposed to be starving himself. So, I mean, definitely got the mental fortitude. Definitely wants to survive. I'm not sorry, not survive, but definitely wants to be top of the heap here. Next up, this is an interesting one because I thought this is a little quick after his last fight to drop down to lightweight. Donald Cerrone taking on the very game Alex Hernandez. So, you look at... Cerrone's record, I mean, I thought he was probably too small for welterweight, uh, but he might be a little too big for uh, lightweight, you know, and this is where 165-pound 
division would come in handy, but I don't know how good his diet was. I think he's taken a little more seriously. He realized he's getting a little older. The word is he's got uh, a nutritionist now. So he's alternated wins and losses here. You know, he beat Yancey Medeiros. He lost to Leon Edwards. And, of course, he beat the great Mike Perry. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, take a look at the 10-year challenge here on the Iaquinta Realty account, and you will get the best Mike Perry pick you could possibly do. I believe, if you're, <coughs> excuse me, if you're watching live, it is a pinned tweet. So, I don't like picking these before the weigh-ins, but, you know, I want to give you guys a little time to digest this. So, yeah, we'll see how he looks at the weigh-ins. We'll see if he makes weight. I'm sure he'll make the weight, but how uh, how dehydrated will be will he become fight night? And then you got Alex Hernandez. Came on a big surprise. Uh, his UFC debut, he beats Benil Darius. Not beats him, but he starches him. Starches him in round one uh, in 42 seconds. And then uh, Olivier Aboun-Mercier, the Canadian gangster, he beat him. Uh, it was a decision, but... And he said he, he was feeling a little off on that. He, his warm-up was a little skewed or whatnot. Oh, this is emotional because I love Donald Cerrone. He's brought me a lot of good fights. Don't know how the cut's going to affect him. Alex Hernandez is here to play, or not here to play. He is he, He's here to be in contention. Oh, I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with Alex Hernandez. How about that? What do you all think about that? All right. Next up, Glover Tashira against... I had to look this guy up. Carl Robertson. All right. Glover. What did he do his last fight? He lost to Corey Anderson, a decision. Before that, he wins. Vishak Surkinov, uh loses to Alexander Gufson in the fifth round. They're right into some eye pokes or some other uh, mitigating circumstances. I And then, you know, before that, way back in 19, or 19, not that long. Sorry, guys. Uh, February 2017, uh, Jared Uh Then you got Carl. Carl Robertson. Roberson, I believe. Last one against Jack Marshman, UFC 230, and lost to Cesar Fiera before that, UFC 224, and he beat Darren Stewart. Uh, before that, he was a uh, one of the fighters on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. So, <clears throat> you know, I know Glover's probably at the tail end of his career, and forgive me for saying that, I am a Glover Tashira fan but, you know, age is not on his side. I think that, you know, I, I, I don't think that Carl has faced the same amount of uh, competition as Glover. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the veteran here. I'm going to go with Glover Tashira on, on this one. Yeah. Ooh, this one. Paige Van Zant. What? Versus Rachel Ostevich. Wow. Um, and this takes place at 125 pounds, I believe. Uh, Paige's new weight class. Uh, but she has not won there yet. She has not won there. So let's see here. I I just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't see where she's won. So her last two losses. Uh, uh Michelle Watterson. That was the 115 pound weight class, and then she loses to Jesse Jess, Jess Jessica Rose Clark. In, <coughs> excuse me, Jesse Jess is a bigger girl. I'm not fat shaming anyone here, but she she recently tried to make 125 pounds again. Couldn't do it. By the way, also friend of the podcast, uh, Jesse Jess follows the Ali Quinta Realty account and Rachel Osovich. Um, 
she had a loss to Montana De La Rosa. Before that, she wins against Kareen Gavorgian. Oh, man. I think that Rachel is probably better suited for this weight class. You know, Paige has some wins, but Rachel's got something to prove. And, and, you know, without getting into it, you know, there there was a domestic abuse thing and she got beaten up very, very recently. And I know there's going to be some emotion coming in, emotion rather, coming into this fight. But, whew, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to hurt her. I hope it wouldn't hurt her. Oh, Brian the Viking has Rachel Osovich. All right. You know what, Brian the Viking? At Brian the Viking. I tend to agree with you, bud. I think that I think that Rachel has it too. I think she's better suited for the weight class. Uh she's been a little more active. So yeah, I think probably a lot of people are picking Paige. But yeah, I gotta go with I gotta go with Brian here. Rachel Ostovich. And best of luck to her. Also an Aya Quinta Realty fan. Okay, next up, Dustin Ortiz versus Joseph Benavides. And I messed this up. Oh, here we go. Joseph Benavides. All right, well, he is also the alternate for the main event of the evening. Uh, should somebody not be able to make the walk, whether it be weight, injury, whatever, against uh, Delashaw and Cejudo. So you have Joe's kind of streaky, and I like Joe. I've always been a a fan. He's a really good personality. And he, you know, he beats guys he shouldn't, and then he doesn't beat guys he should. So, you know, recently he beats Alex Perez. Okay, he should have beat that guy, and he did, but lost to Sergio Pettis. I thought he would have been a little too much for Sergio, but he has a win over Henry Cejudo, and I thought he won that fight. It was a split decision, and, and there was some controversy. I actually watched that fight. Wins over Zach Mikzowski, Alec Baganoff, John Moraga. Already has a win over Dustin Ortiz and the great uh, Missourian Tim Elliott. Then you have Dustin Ortiz. He has... Oops, I lost it there for a second. Technical difficulties. Okay, wins for Matthias Nicolau, Alexander Pantoja, Hector Sandoval, Brandon Marino. He lost to. I like Brandon Marino. So, I'm going with the veteran in this deal. I think Joe... You know, he could have been a champion and things just did not go his way twice with Mighty Mouse. Um, and there could have been a third had Mighty Mouse stuck around. I mean, that, that was always a possibility and it was talked about. So, yeah, I go with the veteran here. I go Joseph Benavides. All right. Gregory Gillespie. Woo! Man, this guy's underrated also. I saw him fight. He does not have a loss in his record. I saw him fight in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh, UFC Pittsburgh, not Philadelphia. Sorry, Philly guys. Um, and, and he was a monster, and he's he uh, loves to fish too. By the way, so you know I'm a fan of that. Uh, and of course, you'll remember that was the event I had food poisoning on. I, I saw it live. I'm sitting there throwing up in the trash cans on the floor seats, uh, trying to make it up the walk, and I look up to see people filming me and, and going crazy. So, damn it. Let's go to the last three fights. Wins over Jason Gonzalez, wins over uh, Jordan Rinaldi, and wins over Vince Pichel, uh, who've recently said some very nice things about me on the MMA Roasted Podcast. So, you know, uh, his record's great. It, uh, it's undefeated, but I think he's a stud. I, I, I think I think he's an up-and-comer. I think he wins this. He's in title contention. Uh, he just needs to talk his way in there. Against Medeiros, last lost to Donald Cerrone. So he fought at Walter Wright, beat Alvera, Beat Eric Silva, 
beat Sean Spencer. I'm not really sure why he's coming down. Um, and I believe this is a this is a lightweight fight. So, huh? Interesting. I- unless I missed something, and Gillespie's coming up, but I don't think he is. So, interesting. I I if somebody knows why the weight change in Yancey, let me know. I, I'm curious to know that. But I don't like to pick the guy that's cutting weight uh, down to a weight class he doesn't normally cut down to. So I'm going to go with Gregory Gillespie on there. I think he, I hope to God he gets in there. He calls a shot uh, and gets into title contention because, you know, it's a log jam out up there. Um, you know, how would he do against uh, an ally Quinta or Tony Ferguson? And uh, not a whole lot of guys left for him to go. All right, next up, Greg. Hardy. <coughs> Lots of controversy there. Versus Alan Pretty Boy Crowder. Huh. Alright, Greg Hardy. <coughs> Not a whole lot of experience, but he's an athlete. You know, he's an athlete like Eric Anders is an athlete. You know, th- it, this is not his main sport. Football was his main sport. Could have had a great career in the uh, NFL, but he had some domestic abuse things. Uh, it's no laughing matter. I just heard earlier today some of the things surrounding it, and apparently he threw her on a, a pile of guns. I don't know. It's not funny. Uh, so thanks, Michael Bisping and uh, Louis J. Gomez for making me laugh at that on the Believe Me podcast. So uh, not funny, but he has wins. Greg Hardy has wins over Austin Lane, Tiberius Gordon, and Rasheem Jones. Uh, two of those were Dana White's Tuesday night, and Extreme Fight Night 352 was his last outing. Then you got Pretty Boy, Alan Pretty Boy Crowder. Okay. He actually has some wins in the UFC. Oh, he doesn't. I take that back. He's a loss in the UFC against Justin Willis. KO, punches. Could have happened to anyone. He beats somebody on the Contender Series, Dante Almeida. So he, he, then he has wins before that. So he definitely has, he definitely has the, uh, the pedigree here and the experience, but this is what fascinates me. How's Greg Gar- Hardy's ground game? You know, this guy has submissions. Uh, not Greg Hardy, obviously, but uh, Alan Crowder. Submissions. TKOs. I think he's certainly more re- well-rounded, and if he's smart, he tries to get Greg Hardy to the ground. You know, he sets him up. Obviously, with the striking, he gets him to the ground, and we see at this point, how is Greg Hardy's ground game? So I'm going with... The guy that doesn't even have a Wikipedia page or a Twitter checkmark, Alan Pretty Boy Crowder. All right, the main event of the evening. I hate picking this fight on a Wednesday. This fight is on a Saturday because, uh, well, TJ Dillashaw make the weight. He is coming down from 135. Now, everyone thinks this is going to give him an advantage, but don't forget, Sahudo's a bigger flyweight too. So. You know, he's even missed weight on a couple of occasions. <clears throat> so, ugh. and he, he's looking a little gaunt. I, I You know, I, I alluded to that in the 2019 preview podcast. He's looking a little gaunt. He's looking a little a little starved, if you will. And I even put a little picture of him on there, uh, you know, with the Sally Struthers help feed the children. Gosh, you'll have to go way back on that. Uh, any of my older fans would appreciate that joke, but... Wow, this is one of those things that's going to come down to the weight cut. And then Cejudo's looking pretty big. Um, you know, ripped big, so I don't know how that's going to affect his weight cut. So 
Hope to God one of these guys makes, or both these guys rather, make the walk. It doesn't come down to Joseph Benavides coming in as an alternate. Man. But the pick. How about the pick? Cejudo. I thought, I didn't think Demetrius Johnson got robbed. I thought he probably narrowly won. But it could have went either way. I thought it was really more of a draw. But he's been on a tear. Been on a tear since losing Joseph Benavides. Wilson Hayes. Sergio Pettis, Demetrius Johnson, the Mighty Mouse, the greatest flyweight to ever, ever do it. They're all decisions, you know. Now, I understand that TJ Dillashaw has some wrestling, um, but it's MMA wrestling. He's got the, probably the best MMA wrestling, but it's not the Olympic style uh oh, it's not the Olympic style that uh, he was used to. And I'm back here for you, Periscoper. Sorry here. Um, yeah, it's not the style he was used to. So uh, we'll see what happens here. I think if TJ makes the weight. TJ probably has it. I think he's he's quick. He's going to be quicker at flyweight if he's not dehydrated. And he's certainly got the striking in his pedigree along with the wrestling. And let's see if the wrestling defense holds up. So, yeah. In the main event of the evening, I have to go with TJ Dillashaw. So, for all you Periscopers that stuck around, I'm sorry there was a pause in the stream. Uh... But you can catch the full video on the YouTube channel. Go to AaronSaysWhat.com. Click on the MMA Fight Picks tab. And I'm sorry, I am leaving. And until next time, it's Aaron Wyman from the MMA Fight Picks podcast saying, Shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Well, Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app will let you record from your smartphone. Or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple shows at no extra charge. Got a YouTube channel? Spreaker's got you covered. You can effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcast to Spreaker without losing any of your iTunes subscribers. Try any plan. Plan 30 days for free using promo code ASW.